0: Welcome to the Fearless and Successful Podcast, brought to you by Coach D. That is me. And it is designed for changemakers just like you. I am an international success and business coach, and I love, love, love supporting you on your journey to ultimate health, happiness, and freedom. I obsess on all things mindset mastery and business strategy that allow you to design the life on your own Terms. This podcast will be led through my three P's productivity, purpose, and profit. And I will do my best to bring you the industry leaders on these topics. And I am also going to provide you with solo episodes where I'm going to talk about these three P's. If you are ready to dream big, plan for success, and impact the world, let's get this party started. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're tuning in and uh, you're listening to this, another fearless and successful podcast. I have a very amazing woman who is an inspiration to myself and she is really, you know, paving the world where women get to be who they want to be, Um, a world where women are really making their mark and the world where you, we, we, we are, we're really challenging the status quo of, you know, we women are not just moms and housewives, we are also someone who are making the changes. So Mina, mm-hmm. welcome to my show. I'm so grateful to have you here.
1: Oh my gosh, this, I've been looking forward to this all week. So thank you, thank you for having me. I cannot wait to dig into this conversation. It's gonna be super fun and juicy.
0: Yeah, and for starter, I want to know where you're tuning in from. So tell us, like, where you're coming in, and also, you know, because I know that that's not the origin country you were born in. So tell us a little (laughs) bit about, you know, this global citizen uh, mind.
1: Yes. So I am British. I've been, I was born in England and I have traveled extensively. I call myself, um, I have a gypsy heart, I'm a bit of a nomad, and my and luckily my kids and my husband are into that. So we've traveled and lived in many places. Um, more recently, over the last 14 years, I've built a business in Indonesia, which is a, a, in a beautiful country and our business is on a tiny island near Bali called Gili Trawangan so we now live in Gili Trawangan and Bali that's where um, I've been living for the last 10 years full time and hopping backwards and forwards to England and also taking some time out to travel around South America and Central America but um, yeah that that's my home it's Indonesia and it's gorgeous it's it's they call it God's God's earth uh, and it really is it really is beautiful. Oh my god!
0: And I really want to know, like, what what actually took you? Because you're also mom of three kids. Like, mm-hmm. what was that decision? I'm gonna pick my like little one and just go and to to another part of the world and you know build this business. What was that? What was that like? um yeah. decision. It must must have been scary, right?
1: Yeah. Thank you for that question because honestly, I feel like the answer to this question will give a lot of people permission to to do a little bit of a risky thing. So, my, I actually went traveling with my husband when I was late 20s having had built a very successful corporate career over a number of years you know doing very well buying properties in London and I just said to myself for some reason or another I was like I have to go traveling I just have to go and find that there's another way and I had lived in different countries as part of my work but this was just leaving everything behind and going and hitting the road Um, and at the time my husband was resistant he's like no i'm becoming a manager a senior manager i'm on this corporate path and i was like we need to set off this step off this treadmill we need to go and figure this out and literally unplug from the matrix. That's I, that's how I feel that we unplugged from the matrix, we hit the road. And honestly, it gave me such an insight into other ways of living life. You know, thousands of people that I met who were doing it differently, understanding that there is way more to life than that kind of money and buying assets and building that type of lifestyle. So we, as part of this trip, we landed on this gorgeous tiny island where we were going to learn to dive. And within two weeks, we had paid like a hundred grand to buy this property on the right on the beach in front of these gorgeous mountains with you know the sea in front of us and sunrise and that was it it was this is either going to be a holiday home or a successful business and 14 years later it absolutely is multiple successful businesses that have grown beyond seven figures and you know afforded us a lifestyle that we can really enjoy with our family and also have an impact on the environment on the locals you know the way we recruit we we really believe in sustainability, so we educate. Um, we use our business as a form of activism to change things, not just to to make money. And that's that's what excites me the most, and that's the energy that I bring to also when I mentor women on starting their businesses. But at that time, we didn't have the children yet, and we the you know the children came later. But we. They grew up on this island and with everything that that brought like the freedom and the beauty and just that different type of lifestyle. And I just can't talk enough about how amazing the experience has been for all of us. And and I would never, ever have changed it in any way. And I'm glad that we did that.
0: So awesome. And I think like people who are listening and saying like, yeah, okay, yeah, it's it's really not so hard to imagine that life in Bali is nothing but, you know, magic and beauty. Um, but I know for a fact that it wasn't all, you know, milk and honey, right? Mm-hmm. You had some really challenging times. So I want to like, really, if you can speak to that so people can see like, yeah, yeah now this might seem a seven figure business, but it wasn't like this before.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for asking that because every journey has its ups and downs, right? Like that's actually what makes it fun. And I think Tony Robbins says taking the dirt road to happiness. Absolutely. That's exactly what I tap into. You know, we had, um, I had a burnout, I'll be honest, because I was throwing myself coming from this corporate background and that mentality throwing myself into this gorgeous island business and the number of times I would hear oh you're living the dream you're living the dream life and you know inside I was like oh my god I'm working so hard I haven't I haven't really educated myself enough to know how to build this business sustainably so one thing I learned very you know after this kind of mini burnout was how to do this well how to hire staff, how to do, apply the 80-20 rule in my life. So, you know, I was only focusing on the 20% of my genius and literally delegating out the 80%, whether it's to nannies, housekeepers, as well as like managers, teams, building strong teams around me. So that's something that I learned and that's what grew my leadership skills and allowed me to be a CEO, not an operator, which is another thing we all have to learn when we build our businesses is to operate with that CEO mindset. So, you know, having had that mini burnout, we've also been through huge, like, natural disasters, we had a huge earthquake one time where the island was evacuated, business completely stopped for almost a year. That was about three years ago. And that was tough because our staff were impacted, their homes were destroyed, there was no income, there was a lot of fear. And we, you know, we, we worked together, we, we really, everyone stepped up, everyone did their bit, we raised money, and we all got back onto the wagon. And that's where I really, truly learned the, you know, the skills that I needed to be a leader, where there was 80 people relying on us, and what can we do for them, you know, How do we help us get navigate this crisis? And I was so impressed and humbled by the camaraderie. And I I, I follow a model of servant leadership and that really helped to really see my staff, really see my team and see what they needed and support them to give them what they needed so we could all do the best we could as a team. Um, So we got through that and now obviously COVID has hit and hospitality is dead in the water and Indonesia is really suffering, I won't lie. There's no tourism, we rely 95% on tourism. Again, you know, I had to step up. My husband and I had to think of solutions and not get caught up in the problems and really look at how we can navigate this. How can we support our teams? How can we continue to? Survive and manage our assets while we wait for tourism to come back, and we have, you know. And I'm grateful that I have uh, multiple um, income. I I do I'm online mentor for business women, so that obviously helped. And my husband has some other, th- I you know rods in the fire, but. Very mindful that we have these like teams of people relying on us, and you know, what can we do to support them? So, that has been our attention for the last year. And I'm proud of how we've managed to navigate this and how we're still moving forward, even in the in face of this adversity. So, yes, we are living the dream. Yes, we wake up to beautiful sunrises and sunsets, and it's gorgeous and the sea breeze, but it's a business, and every business has its ups and downs, and we navigate those. And it just makes us stronger and better leaders and better mentors as well.
0: I love that. And I think that that's one of the parts that, and we will talk about this because I think it's so important to know, like really, we, before we jumped on this podcast, we talked about the why and the mission Mm -hmm. and, you know, it's beyond just, you know, creating this wealth and and Mm -hmm. income. And I love what you said. I was able to, I was resourceful and I was able to pivot. Um, You know, 95% of our business was, was depending on this but now a sudden all of a sudden we need to you know support our 80 people what what would you say beyond that resiliency what was else that you as a leader as a as a business owner as a ceo needed to develop in that transition time
1: okay first of all we had to get our hands dirty so this you know this position that we had developed for ourselves where we were only focusing on our 20% of genius and delegating the 80%, we had to step back into some of the detail. And that was essential to really hold space for our managers because yes, when things were working well and it was all flowing well, they could hold fort. But when something like this hits, we had to get back into the trenches. So that was one thing we had, you know, we, we couldn't be in this position of, no, 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 these are my tasks. It was like all hands on deck, let's figure this out. So that was number one. Number two was to have hope. I always, you know, wanna have tap into that. Things will get better. We will pivot, we will work this out. I mean, in this last year, even though business has been closed, we've opened and we've developed and we are opening and refurnishing a co-working space because we can see how things are going to change. So we're preparing for the future. So have hope. Don't fall into this fear of desperation, like, oh my gosh, what's happening? It's like, no, what's going to happen next? Let's get ready for it. I also surrounded myself with absolutely dynamic, high-powered people like yourself, who are not overwhelmed with what's happening in this world with you know all of the changes we're looking for solutions so being in that energy being completely surrounded by those people has been a game changer and I can't say that enough that, that's why I love having a group program for my women because you get that energy from each other you learn from each other so I you know I have tuned in this last year even though it could have been the worst year in terms of you know, business and life. I've been. I've had two books published as co as a co author. I've been on about twenty podcasts, five summits, launched. You know, had my group program filling up three times. It's just. It could have been any other way, but it wasn't. So really, like being resilient, having hope, getting back into the t- trenches if you need to, and and just being in solution focused. I, I know that sounds simple, but I can't say that enough. I, that can do solution-focused attitude, will just it will just trump everything.
0: Oh, I love this. I love this so much because sometimes we forget how simple things are. Uh, we yeah. just overcomplicate stuff. And it is like most of the times, and I always love to to bring the analogy how me and my husband bless him. Like we've been married, we we're just celebrating our <laughs> 20th anniversary. And why we still are are a perfect match because I always see the positive things in everyone Mm -hmm. and everything and I try to focus on okay so how can I put this in a perspective that's going to serve me rather than he's like I judge you you are not worth it (laughs) until you prove (laughs) you are and he's like total opposite and we are always in this constant battle like you know he says to our kids and how we, we, we teach our kids and how we you know help them to grow in this really amazing individuals is different, how he does it and how I do it. And it's mm-hmm. always um, a matter of perspective. And do you see a solution or do you see a problem? Because yeah, it's always the both sides, right? But if you are yeah. re- really focused on the problem, you will always see just the problem and not the solution. And I think that's so awesome. And I yeah. love what you said. Surrounding myself with the with the people who are, and I'm gonna say this because I think it's so important to say not just cheer, who are cheerleading you, but also yes. who stretch you, who mm-hmm. challenge you to be better, to to do better. Um, I think for myself, you know, it's great to have a cheerleading squad. It's so good, mm-hmm. but it's not just all rah rah rah, go go go. I think that yeah. needs to be people who will say to you, you know what, Sumina you do this so well but you can do it better um Mm -hmm. i think that changed how i operate in my business and being part of masterminds and being part of group programs it really brings like this collective mind and collective support so super awesome i'm so excited
1: and you see a different perspective you know it it, if you've been growing a business in a certain way you suddenly realize okay there there could be this other thing that i could do so for example the co-work space we decided to add that as another offering. We already have a spa and a dive shop and a restaurant, but I was like, yeah, this is a no brainer. And when I started to look around at what other people were doing in this space, I was inspired. I was, you know, came up with different ideas. Let's make this a holistic space. Let's have some availability of these essential oils. Like let's add some extra touches. And I'm getting that inspiration by looking around and seeing what others are doing and tapping into what feels right for me. So, you know, we absolutely can be in our, own energy and really work from our own brains but the collective brain is is just going to just propel you that much further that's why podcasts like this they're essential yeah and I think it's so great because I what I feel
0: is having conversation and and our mentor Dean always talks about you know we are maybe, you know, socially disconnected, but we are kind of digitally connected. And I think 2020 offered us a really, a wake up call. We are more connected with, than we think. We just need to be resourceful and think of a, you know, different. I think that a lot of people still think, when will we go back to normal? Hello, (laughs) this is normal. (laughs) Like, you know, (laughs) this is normal. There is no going back, you know, Think about the solution and be oriented in what future holds for you. Um, yes. And people who, most of the times, people who are still stuck and didn't got use the opportunities that were offered to us in 2020 is because they don't have this greater vision because they're yeah. still stuck. Okay, I'm the victim. Tell us a little bit about that because I think, you know, you have this beautiful warrior mindset that is if you are just in a victim mode, you will never see what's happening and what is possible. So tell us why is it important to have that compelling why, compelling future and, you know, what is that for you? How do you see your business like in 10, 20, 50 years or your legacy?
1: brilliant question and the you know the warrior mindset you just mentioned there that's a beautiful way to say this however I am very mindful that not everybody has been you know they've not been brought to a place where that's been built into them they didn't have the right role models or maybe the opportunity didn't even come their way like they weren't you weren't exposed to the right people like we were to Dean for example or the right the podcast etc However, I think once you're an adult you do have a responsibility to take control of your future. So you know, this is what I always say, where you came to today may not have been intentional or your fault, but you have a responsibility to change that to go forward. So if anyone hears this and they, you know, I'm saying this from a place of love and with total kindness, from this moment forward, you have the opportunity and the responsibility to go seek out the alternative views, go read the books, you know, find the courses, do what you need to do to start adjusting what needs to happen in your mindset. So you can go construct, and live the life you want right like build that muscle that you need to to so you can go and get the outcomes you want from your life and you know I tell my kids that as well we don't want our kids to also be in that it's called the victim mindset isn't it like oh I have no choice my teacher said this and and it's like yeah that's true to some extent but what could you have done to take control of that situation and make you the more in in a powerful position so going that, that's one thing I would say is like you have 100% responsibility to move forward with this. Secondly, in terms of your why, if you have a really strong, compelling why, I that is fuel, that is fuel for moving forward. And, you, you know, you and I have said this, and, and I teach this as well, your why will change. You know, my why initially, when we quit our corporate lives and started, our business was absolutely to have more of a family lifestyle where my husband didn't have to go to work, where we could both we be there for our children. But very quickly, my why changed. I was like, no, I want to educate people on sustainability. I want to pay fair wage and change people's lives. And now my why is so much bigger. My why is about changing generations by working with women, helping them to believe in themselves, helping them to build wealth, helping them to become, you know, millionaires so that they can make decisions where they invest in causes that they believe in, they can invest in themselves, they can invest in their children, and this is gonna have a generational impact. And the work they do has an impact. And what I love the most is when I work with someone and they're heart-centered and they're going out doing their work, the ripple effect is just its just so beautiful. Like my work has helped someone, they're gonna help someone else and it just continues. And then also just have freedom. Like let's live our lives the way we're supposed to live. And I know you and I have this value in common. And Freedom for me is not sitting on the beach drinking sipping pina coladas, although that's amazing. It's really like, what do I want to do with my time? How do I want to spend my free time? Do I want to support this cause? You want to start a school for young women. That's beautiful. Like You can do that because you've made this life for yourself where you have freedom to think, the freedom to do these passion projects, to actually go out and not just sell your soul or be building someone else's dream, but actually go out and do the amazing work that's needed from you. In this world and that's where freedom really taps in and freedom you know I say to someone if you want to work four days a week good for you go do that if you want to work if you want to work nine months of the year great but I know once we start on this path of building our passion and living our like doing the work that we love we actually don't want to stop we actually want to do more. We're like, no, I don't want to take Fridays off. I want to go and speak at this summit. I want to go to this event. So, you know, we're so in love with what we're doing. And I see this again and again that we actually want to do more. And that's that's like write books and, you know, create courses and all sorts of stuff. So that's where I think the why, once you know your why and you fall back on your why, it's fuel to keep going. And it, and it just wake, you wake up and maybe you're tired and you're having a bad day and you remember why you're doing this. And it just all feels like, And there's a reason for this.
0: We are in this point of the show where I'm getting these downloads and we could we could go in so many different directions. But it's something that really hit me, what you said right now. From the beginning, like corporate lifestyle, you know, it's a it's a hustler mode. You know, you always want to perform, you always want to (laughs) achieve more. And yet now when we are in business, what changed for you? I want to know the distinction. What changed for you now when you are in your business and still working maybe same amount of of time, but the distinction is I'm doing this because I love it and I don't feel Mm -hmm. that it's work. Um, So tell me a little bit the distinction. Okay, I'm doing this for someone else versus doing this for myself.
1: Yeah, I would I would actually say change that a little bit and say not doing it for myself, but doing this for a reason that's bigger than myself, actually. So when I, you know, let's take corporate work as an example, because a lot of us are tied into that those sort of jobs at some point. It's not only that, you know, you can have a corporate job that fuels your passion as well. If you're lucky enough, and you've, you've made sensible decisions, you can work for a big corporation that is not necessarily your own business, but it's fueling some sort of thing that you believe in, or it's, you know, you maybe you're working for um, an organization that is a not for profit, etc, etc. And that's, that's beautiful as well. So this is not saying that you have to start your own business, everybody has their own path. But for me, it was about the fact that, yes, I can do this for myself and my lifestyle, but actually it's bigger than that. There's a reason beyond that. For example, when I am employing 80 staff who are local and cannot afford a certain lifestyle and without the work that we give them and the fair wage that we give them and the opportunities we give them, they would not take home salaries to pay their families. You know, that feels, That you are having an impact bigger than yourself. And especially when you make good choices, like, I'm not gonna do, I'm not gonna exploit these people. I'm not gonna over over, under salary them. I'm not gonna make them work extra hours. It's like, no, go home, take these home. Let's educate you a little bit as well. Let's let's make this a thing so that there's an impact when when we have policies that are about sustainability and we're educating our guests who come from America or from Europe and then we say no we don't have straws because look what happens to our beaches when you use a straw and they're educated like we don't do plastic bottles we only do refills you know everything in our room is is reusable we don't do single use anything it's for me it's like a purpose bigger than myself so yes it affords me a beautiful lifestyle it allows me to you know spend time with my children travel around the world etc cetera, etc cetera. yeah that's great making the money is great i'm not going to lie but when you see the impact of what you're doing being so much more than what you're what you're actually you know doing for yourself that's what that really just keeps you going and that's true for my mentoring with my you know the work that i do for mentoring with women yeah i could charge three times what i'm charging but i want to have I want to find a balance where I can actually work with women and get them to go out into the world and make a change because that's, that's my mission. That's my death. You know, when I get to my deathbed, I want to look back and say, yeah, these are the women that I work with and look what they went to do and, and look what happened. I don't want to go to my deathbed and think, why did I just do this all for myself? Right. And, and I'll be honest with you. This happened a few years ago, about five years ago. I looked around and I was like, okay, I have this amazing multiple seven figure businesses. I have three beautiful kids. I have a beautiful relationship with my husband. I'm living in paradise, but I'm completely unfulfilled. So when, when we hear success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure, I have been there, literally been there. And I had to get myself a life coach. I then started on this whole journey of growth and realized that I need to be doing work that has an impact because that fuels me. and. And now I'm there, right? Like I had to get to the low to start that journey, and where I am today is exactly where I need to be, and where I'm going the next five, ten years is just going to be grow, grow bigger and bigger version of what I'm doing now. Mm.
0: Oh my goodness, that's so heartwarming! Like I love how you said it. Um, it's bigger than it's bigger than myself, and it's also I had this awakening, and I needed to get help yeah. to just you know reset my values um and that's beautiful because when if we are not aware of these things you know we can most of the people successful people are there where where they feel okay i'm not fulfilled anymore in this day and age i'm not fulfilled anymore I feel that, you know, it's beyond money and I'm just so grateful that we have this conversation because it's yeah. so important that you see the, the the long-term vision and you are- Can a, I add
1: you know, one more thing, which is relevant? This is not about age because I, you know, yes, I started my entrepreneurial journey when I was young, you know, late twenties, early thirties, but this journey that I'm on now around business mentoring and masterminding, that's in my forties. And yeah. I absolutely have- you know, I have ambition for my 50s and my 60s. So this is not about age. And what I always say is, however old you are today, if you start today, you're still young in 10 years. Mm -hmm. And look at what you can do in 10 years, you can do Mm -hmm. so much. I mean, we know this, we know that we underestimate what we can do, overestimate what we can do in two years, but we underestimate what we can achieve in 10 years. And I've known this, I see this in my life. So, and I've seen this in multiple people's lives. So if anyone hears this and they're like, yeah, but it's too late for me. And, I've, and I'm and i already this age and I've already got this. Seriously, start today. Imagine what you can achieve in 10 years and you're probably still going to be super young.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. such a great perspective. Um, and when we are talking about, you know, things that are worth mentioning that are beyond just ourselves, there is one thing that, you love to talk about and there's one thing that I am obsessed with is the power of one Um, and I really love you know because this this is multi-dimensional and we yet still talk about the the power of one so tell us a little bit about the power of one
1: Oh, yeah, I love the power of one. That's the name of my program. Um, now, the power of one for me is about focus and really knowing where you want to go with the work that you're doing. So, you know, the way I work around this for with the women that I work with is let's really understand your why and your mission. Let's figure out who you want to serve right now. Like, who is that person, that client that you would like to serve? How can you serve them best? And let's package this up in a way that actually allows you to charge the worth of the work you're doing. So not scrambling and doing you know, a little bit of this and a little bit of that and trying many things, which by the way, just leads to overwhelm. And what I see a lot of is people giving up if you focused on this one thing and you were able to charge a really good price for it you probably only need to work with a few people initially to find really good momentum to really understand what you're in this world to do clarify you know your work and your message and then and make money along the way because i absolutely advocate for women to charge their worth and make money you know women when they earn money they do good things with it not only for themselves and their families but for their communities they employ well, you know, we're amazing CEOs as women, and it's important for us to be CEOs, we really have an impact. Um, So yeah, charge, charge good money. And then six months or a year into this journey, you're going to be so clear and so confident about what you're doing, you can start Diversifying, you can come up with a cheaper product if you want, you can start doing something else. Also, you can start a membership, which is, you know, lower end and allows you to impact more lives. What I always say is, once you are making the money and you feel stable and secure, you can start donating, right? go and do free stuff, go and do free coaching, speak at seminars, write books that you don't then have to charge for everything, but get yourself secure and stable first. So you feel confident and you're not scrambling. So that's one element. And that I say is the strategic side. The more um, kind of other side of power one is about knowing the power of ourself right? Knowing the power of our one self. When we as, as women, as humans, we step into our power, we really understand what we can achieve and we feel it in our gut. We're never going to second guess ourselves. We're never going to doubt. When we're surrounded by the right people as well, and we are true and we know our north, like we really understand where we're going and why we're doing it. With that power, we will fall back on it again and again in the hard times. And we will just say, yeah, this is, I can do this, I can do this, and I know this in my heart of hearts, and there's a lot around that, don't get me wrong, we talk about shifting beliefs, we work on our shadows, like I do a lot of shadow work, we look at getting ourselves back into alignment, there's meditation, you know, there's chakra, like we get a little bit holistic as well, there's like a little bit of woo, but it's it's really about re- coming back into ourselves and understanding, our, understanding ourselves and what I see is that a lot of us have been very outward focused for a very long time and taking a lot of information and guidance externally, but we know everything inside. The answers are within us. And stepping into that power, you will never question yourself again. And but that takes work because we've spent 30, 40, 50 years not trusting ourselves and, and thinking the answer is coming from other people. When we realize the answer is within us and there's ways we can we can build that muscle to really. Go inwards, we will stop questioning everything, and we'll know all the answers. And that's how you become a thought leader. That's how you become the innovator, the person who is creating and not just consuming.
0: Ah, there's so, like we need to redo this, like because there. <laughs> th- this is my favorite part because I think um, you know I I was always a doer. Like there, Sumina, I'm going to be completely honest, and my people know this. Um, I come from an immigrant family where hustle was something, you know, my parents instilled into me and they would always say, you know, you have to work hard and that's how I operated in 17 years of being a business owner. And until last year where I like, it was so crazy how I set my word for 2020 intuition and everything aligned like every i didn't even know that intuition is something that you can learn as a skill Mm, Um, i always knew that my mom has this sixth sense and she was always she would knew like i would walk you know to the door to the front door and i would hold the handle and she would come and open the door and say what's wrong she would feel she would feel and i and i said you know i'm a mother but i don't feel these things and i didn't know that that's a really like you know try what you said. trying to do instead of be and Tony Robbins says like we are not human doings we are human beings um I was always trying to do instead of being and being present being a Mm -hmm. listener being a student of my kids of my even my my clients they teach me what what I need to essentially teach Mm -hmm. I think that's so so beautiful Um, and Three things, I need to mention this, three things, three resources that changed completely how I see and how I operate as a CEO. Um, The first book that really blew my mind, I'm a badass. I'm a total badass. Like yeah. I do crazy <laughs> shit, you know, but being a badass is not enough. Yeah. And the Buddha and the Badass by Vishen yes. Makhiani changed my life. Like, I love really- that book unlocking that spiritual mastery created yes. so much awareness of who I am and how powerful I am
1: yep, love that book I recommend you know, because it I'm much. a mom
0: and there was a, a mm-hmm. my friend said to me you're a mom and you do a lot of stuff and you teach moms but they they cannot cope with that because they you know it's not duplicable it's not scalable you mm-hmm. need to learn to be and to show them who you are and not what mm-hmm. you do Mm. And that completely shifted my business. Um, the second thing, I'm not religious. Um, I have faith. I have faith. I, I'm a big believer and big advocate of, of universal laws. Um, but there was a book from Neil Donald Walsh or Compilation of uh, Conversations with God. And he essentially talks to, he asks questions to God, but he is the God. And he asks himself, and he writes this, okay. Why am I, uh, you know, homeless? And the question would come within, and he would mm-hmm. write these diaries, and it's it made such a such a profound uh, learning in my life. Like you know, the que- the, the answers are within. And the third yeah, book so- was was by Jay Shetty, um, Think Like a Monk yeah yeah wow wow like I <laughs> I always you know yeah you know we yeah. girls have a crush, a little bit of a crush I love his <laughs> wife as well but he's so beautiful as a human and how yeah. he teaches big stuff big ideas yeah. in a small simple profound way
1: yeah. and, and yeah, if he, you haven't yeah.
0: got the book like guys go I mentioned a lot you know how this book changed my life but it's really about yeah. going you know, silencing the outer noise and connecting with your inner voice.
1: Yeah. And, and the thing is, it's not easy. This is not, and like you just said earlier, you know, I, I said intuition and I had to work at it. We think that, oh, I have it or I don't, or, you know, some people are good at that. They have like, you know, all these skills and I don't. Absolutely not. You can work on these. We just have to be made aware. And then we start working on them. Same as beliefs, right? Like, the beliefs we have, which are some can be limiting, you can work on those, you can shift those. And that's where we start. So, you know, ch- and this is where I, I I hesitate always to go too woo in this, but like the chakra cleansing, mm-hmm. unblocking those, the divine feminine, understanding that, you know, understanding the wounds of the divine feminine, which exist and knowing how to like really shift those. That's where I see absolute results coming from the women I work with. It's not yeah. the strategies. It's not the strategies. No. It's not like go do this, go go DM these people, go and create mm-hmm. this webinar. It's not. It's when they're like, oh yeah, like I know why I'm doing this. I know how I'm doing this. I know it's all come all my answers are inside the results. And then and this is not just results dulling about money. This is life changing. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I know I'm here. I'm happy. I'm joyful. We don't just want to be chasing the dollar, right? This is I talk about freedom, impact, and wealth. This is freedom, our mind freedom of being attached to that capitalism as well. It's not just freedom of our calendar, freedom of our time. It's freedom, freedom being out of the matrix. Like all Mm -hmm. of this matters and and it just gives us a more rounded, well-lived life, hopefully, and and one that we can be proud of.
0: I love this because I I oftentimes talk about uh, the the concept of freedom is, I am free when I'm me. I wasn't, you know, I didn't have that freedom when I was a kid. Um, yeah. I always needed to fit in. Now mm-hmm. I don't need to. I can stand out. And I don't need anyone's permission. And I'm going to be like, you know, I, I, I give fucks for the fucks that are given. And I care for the people who are here to be cared of. But, yeah. And, you know, the majority of my life was I need to be someone who I'm not and i was just like like super cool and i and i intentionally curse because that's who i am and i who i feel to to be in this very moment yeah. um, really caring about the things that matter yeah. that's the freedom
1: yeah um, absolutely yeah Can I- I would love to observe this for you that you are because of I believe the work you've done over the last year maybe it was tapping into this word of intuition you are magnetic you know there's I know I see you you're visible I know that I've seen you in spaces look at the people you're attracting for your podcast now your future future plans that you have yeah you know, just by being this like maybe there was some shift or a penny drop or something for you but you have become magnetic in this last year and tapping into this and you're seeing the, the fruits of that. And yeah. I'm guessing yeah. it doesn't feel hard. I'm guessing so, it feels completely in flow.
0: Yeah. And I, so, so, oh, I'm getting chills. Like I'm getting chills <laughs> and I know that we are like at the end, but I really want to say like today I was writing this post from a place of, you know, I started with this podcast in my closet. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> And look at you now, who do you have lined up? I don't know if you're spilling the secrets yet, but you've got You know, some- like <laughs> it's, it's
0: so, my, and it was like, it, I had five listeners, five listeners that would listen to my, like they were raving fast. Now I have like ten thousands of downloads. Like it's just, and and it was that going back to that belief, going back yeah. to that belief um, and being persistent and committed. Um, yeah. And now, no. It doesn't feel hard because this year I, I set up an intention. Speaking is my jam. I'm, you know, I'm writing this book, which feels like an ages, Um, (laughs) but speaking is something that I absolutely love. And I said, you know, this year I am doubling down on my podcast. I am being featured on, you know, really amazing podcasts because speaking is something that I'm passionate about and it feels so good. And you know, my story of a speaker started when I was a young girl. I was bullied as a kid. I would come home and I would cry, I would put my Barbie dolls on the bed and I would say, "You matter. I see you, I hear you." And I would talk to my Barbies. and that's like now reflecting back and seeing, I was once a speaker. I just yeah. didn't wake up. you know, this girl, she's still there. Yeah, and amazing. it was beautiful awakening um when i said you know i'm not a writer i hate yeah. writing posts i do it from a place of flow when i feel inspired this is the word yeah. that i need to put out there i'm gonna write it bluntly or voice type it um but just without attachment that it needs to be perfect it's not perfect yeah but when i speak i speak the truth and that only what yeah. matters
1: can I just add also, because maybe there's listeners here, and, and I and I always feel that people say this, like, oh, it's okay for you, you know, you did this, and you did that, and you had this opportunity. What I am seeing again and again is being surrounded by people who are doing this, like, they're starting from scratch, like you said, five listeners. I knew you then, like, I knew, I've known you for a couple of years now, we've been in each other as well. We, when you're surrounded with people, and you see them, like, getting these like amazing people on their podcast or 10,000 downloads, or, you know, making some money with their business, getting on stages, getting published in articles, you realize that everyone is just normal human being, Mm. starting from the beginning, trying their best, showing up, you know, doing their bit. And every single person who has got success deserves it because they mm-hmm. put in the time and the effort. When you know the behind the scenes of that, you can let down that little bit of like, oh, it's okay for them. They had this, they had that. No, we have, everyone has started from the same place and done the work to get to where they got to. So, you know, I know that I never bring that energy. When I when I see someone doing well, I'm always in admiration and in total support of them. Like for yeah. me, that's the abundance mindset. I never go into this scarcity place of like, why them, why not me? It's not fair, blah, blah, blah. You know, when we have that abundance mindset, we reap the rewards of that. Like we, you know, we, we receive what we give, right? Like there's that energy. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Just so anyone who's so listening, you start in the beginning and you are mm-hmm. a, a prime example of that. And and I know that a lot of people we know are, well, right? Like we know so many joint people who are doing so well now.
0: And it's also, I think that it's also fair to mention what you were talking about. It's a decade, you know, the overnight success is a story of 10 years of in yeah. the making right um no one just jumps in and ah, I'm a star you know it is like a journey and don't give up too soon too early because yeah. I always say you need to turn your cans into mess and totally quoting Tony um because when what, uh, this is really really important because one of the times when my daughter said you know she can't dress her her she's mm-hmm. five years old she can't dress herself now mm-hmm. this winter uh, stuff and I said to her, if you can't, you must. Mm -hmm. And I always say like, if you can't, you must. She needs to, you know, you must, you know, learn. And there was a time when uh, she was sitting in a a kitchen and I was in my office and she would say, mom, come here. And I said, I can't. And she comes to me and say, if you can't, you must. <laughs> and this was like, you know, five years old. Good, good for and you. And she already yeah. knows the distinction between, you know, if you can't, you must. Yeah. And, she, and I asked her, okay, what do I must? And she said, you must come with me. I need to show you something. She was so mm-hmm. determined. This is what you must do.
1: Yeah, I love that. And, and this like, is you you know. Also. And that's this is the a generational change, and this is the yeah. generational change, right? This is why we work with—I work with women solely—and and I know that you probably do work with a lot of women. We then show up so differently for our children. We teach them so many different things. Like I know that I find myself, I would have gone into old patterns with my children and I don't because I'm aware. So we then, now they're changing and then their children will be changed and it's just that beautiful change in generational impact. So we're not passing down the bullshit. We're just like making a change, putting a full stop. I also want to add about The journey and not the destination like for me that's critical and that's i want to tattoo that on my arm and i think i might because honestly like enjoying the ups like i have had ups and downs you know i've told you some of them in this podcast but there's many more and the ups are gorgeous and the downs are lessons and the journey matters and if we enjoy the journey this is how you build good habits this is how you this is growth mindset 101 enjoy the journey to so celebrate the wins along the way and also learn, celebrate the lessons because mm. those lessons are equally as important so once we we allow that and we don't get them let, us, let them get us down it, it's just all fun like it's all happening for a reason and and i believe that i believe that in my core and i live that truth every single day i i literally never say that i've had a bad day because i'm like there's either been a lesson or i've you know there's, it's just all the journey and and we have I to we have this to. yeah
0: i love this i love this i always say you know the success is a poor teacher you you always learn from your lessons and oh, just yeah, the wins. yeah so cool I love um and i want to like just to wrap this um yeah. with 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 simple, like explain to us, like, yeah, I know that we, we, you are not tend to talk about your program, but there was so many layers of what you are doing. And, and I, I can imagine that someone will say, you know, I want to know more about the shadow work. Uh, I want to know more about chakras. That's where I am. I need to go within, um, beyond just strategies and all this crazy tools and stuff. So tell us like, what is your program about and how they can, um, you know, find a little bit more about it.
1: Thank you. Yeah. I only work with small groups. So my program, I work with maximum 10 women and it's six months per cohort. So twice a year, I I kind of launch and I bring people in. I have a, a free group called Women Who Business on Facebook, where I share lots and lots of value. So that's my way of having the wider impact. But for those women who are committed to really changing their lives, and I'm talking women who are I've been in corporate my whole life and I want to quit or you know I've been trying to start this business and it's not going anywhere and these are the the women who work with me they are committed because it's six months we meet weekly we also have one-on-ones where we go super deep and we have that's where a lot of the shifts happen so there's learnings obviously like I teach a lot about marketing we have like discussions around what's best for them what their one flagship marketing method should be and how they can scale that that's obviously there, the strategy, but there's so much about like, okay, let's work on our beliefs, let's work on alignment, let's figure out where the chakra, like the blocks might be, let's look at the divine feminine wounds and which one of those you're still hanging on to. Like, how can we really shift you? How, you know, how can we transform you so that yes, you'll have a business at the end. And we do a launch together as well. So you will make money. There's there's like that's a given. But I don't almost don't care about that. I love seeing the transformation of these women becoming CEOs of their business and their life, literally, like taking ownership and just completely transforming. And for me, that's the beauty of my program. And that's why it's six months, because, as you know, this work does not happen overnight. And there's so many awkward moments and so many are hard. So you have to be willing to do the work to come and work with me, but it's, it's absolutely the transformation that you'll get at the end is worth it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love this because six months definitely is a, a time and effort investment more than just the money. Um, and I think oh, yeah. that only committed and only people with the winning mindset, the warrior mindset can be part of that. And I love how yeah. you wrapped it up. Um, uh, no yeah.
1: yeah, there's no hiding. I, I see you, you know, like there's <laughs> 10 of you and I see you. So they don't come here and think that you can just ride the wave It's like, no, we're going to do the work. Let's get so this cool. done. So, yeah. yeah,
0: so cool. Um, I love that you're being a badass coach. I, I love this. <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm really kind I'm super fun but fair like that is literally my policy with you know I've had teams of people working for me for years now and like I said I'm into servant leadership and I bring that to my coaching I'm here for you to be your business partner on this in this moment that we work together but I'm also going to make sure we get the job done right? mm. I, I don't mm. want you to leave this feeling that like you just hid and rode the wave and you <laughs> weren't seen like your Barbie dolls I see you don't
0: sugarcoat (laughs) I love that um yeah super super cool where can people find out more about you and your program I would love to know what is your favorite social media one social media that you absolutely absolutely thrive
1: yeah well I love my Facebook group I have so much so much opportunity to connect in there everyone who joins that group it's free but everyone who joins I to a connection call with them. So I get to know them as a human. Um, and that's so important for me. So for me, my Facebook group is super, is really important, really key. Um, I also, you know, I, I have an Instagram account, but I, I also have a, you know, saminagupta.com is my website where I have everything listed about my program and buttons all over the place where you can book a call and just land in my calendar. I, I make space in my life and in my diary to connect. So this is not, you know, you don't just have to arrive on my calendar if you're planning to buy. Like, let's connect, you know, let's have a discussion. So I'm, I'm not, I'm available, you know, that's that's my, that's why I did this work. Like I told you, I was feeling completely unfulfilled and this is my fulfillment and I, I want to speak to people. So To anyone listening who's thinking, I'm curious, I'd like to know more, who is this person? Go to www.saminagupta.com. I'm sure my name is here somewhere Mm -hmm. and you'll see all the details and lots of book a call buttons and we'll catch up. We'll be in a Zoom call together like this.
0: So cool. Um, I love that we are wrapping up this with with connection. I think that's the, the value and, you know, piece that is so crucial today in this world um really and and, you know most of the people think that I need to what you mentioned you take only 10 people so you can get connected um and I think that a lot of people think you know I'm I have to start this business and I need to grow Mm -hmm. very fast large no you need Mm -hmm. to connect with the existing audience one person connect with that person deep don't go wide and you're gonna go you're gonna fly um sorry can i
1: add one more can i add one more thing which is more like marketing geeky stuff (laughs) we built our seven figure multiple seven figure businesses with zero marketing spend like i can't even tell you we have not invested in like big social campaigns like big advertising thing nothing we built it on connection serve the customers at the highest level, they will recommend you, they become Mm. the people who send people to you. Yes, maybe it is a little bit slower, but I'll tell you what, it's absolutely more stable. I mean, those people are messaging me, yeah, long term, those people are, as soon as we're open, I know they're going to be campaigning for us, promoting us, like, you know, sending people our way, coming to support us, like they are proper raving fans. And I'm seeing that in my business, coaching business as well. I would rather fill my program with referrals than go spend, you know, six weeks doing a massive marketing campaign. Yeah, this is the connection piece that really, really works.
0: So beautiful, so beautiful, and I think that uh, a lot of time, like people think they come to me and this is the same like I'm gonna make <laughs> this automated model where you know I don't need to connect with people yes. Well, that's not gonna work <laughs> at one point yeah. you need to connect you need to know your your soul of your client you need yeah. and you can only do that if you connect with them with if you have an open conversation with them really care about the people you are serving
1: but then you're work. also the danger is you're starting your business for the reasons that you know the why what is the why there is it is it just yeah. the money then and and then yeah. that's where it starts getting and people absolutely those businesses exist and they make money but that's not where I want to play and I and I know that's not where you want to play and you know we want well, that's businesses- not
0: sustainable it's not so you know that's why people like fail and this is what I talked with the GLD on my podcast and one of the the questions he answered like why are people failing because they don't have mm. a compelling future and b because they think that it's a it's a you know just yes. a quick quick game it's not you know no. um that that
1: yeah
0: okay Ooh, yes. was there anything that i forgot to to ask you was there <laughs> this was so much and so much so many but we gems. could
1: probably talk for hours we should probably do yes. a summit at some point yes. about all this super, oh, no. yeah no, no you know the Rick, we're gonna do a panel. I'm already spinning yeah. my wheels. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I love that. You know, these conversations are essential because we're both women. We both have three children. Both of our children are under thirteen. You know, I just told you mine's thirteen. Yours is there. So we are mothers, and we are still out there, and we're working, and we're having an impact, and we're building lives that we want to live on our terms you know, we're building wealth as well. We're making money. So this is not about compromise. This really is about having it all and on your terms, but, you know, listen to people like you listen to what you're saying, because you're giving truths and you're dropping nuggets that will save us time and energy, you know, (laughs) like this this type of work you're doing is just so needed and so beautiful yeah and i love that yeah. i love being connected to so much you're an inspiration to me i watch you know we need people i need women like you in my life to let me know that i'm not alone and that there's more of us out there doing this
0: yeah and i think this is so beautiful because it, it's mutual and i think what you said like this is the abundance mindset and every yeah. time i see uh, a woman that is actually achieving like and getting praised like publicly I, I say, you know, way to go. That's so beautiful. Yes. Like, like I'm getting chills and I'm just yeah. so inspired and I'm just so, you are one of the, these like spotlights that really is paving the path for all of us. And I think it's it's such a privilege and honor to know you and have this conversation with you.
1: Oh, thank you. Let's do it again. Let's do something else. It'll be fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, well, absolutely. Thank you so much for your time. Speak soon.
1: Thank you, Ciao. my darling. Bye.
0: Thank you so much, fearless soul, for taking the time to jump in today and listen to this episode. I know your time is the most valuable asset, so I don't take this lightly. As a sign of appreciation, I would love to give you free access to my 21-day Mindset Mastery and Business Strategy program. All you need to do is take a screenshot of this episode and tag me in EG Stories. Until next time, dreamer.